Stand Your Ground. Today I'm radioing in from my flat. I am tucked in a corner. I can see outside my window and it's now dark, but earlier it was quite a cloudy day. Um, it was raining, quite a bit of wind I could see. Um, but yeah, it's nothing, nothing major, just a typical winter's day. And I was quite glad to be inside where I have a candle on the go and a cup of coffee to hand. And it is on this backdrop, I'm going to share a few thoughts with you on what you can do to stay sane. These are things that I'm currently doing and they've had positive effects. Next, I'll be discussing briefly the current state of affairs we find ourselves in, which are grim. And lastly, I will finish off with my thoughts for the future. Starting with things that you can do to keep you sane. Number one regular workouts oh yes it's nothing new it's nothing new at all we all know this we can all cast our minds back to way back when probably around 1996 when we used to do regular workouts and we were always on that track but now you're an adult you're busy you're paying for this that and everything and things have slipped even if you were an avid gym goer a year ago, I would say all the stuff that has happened with this lockdown craziness, um, you have now fallen from grace and you are struggling with motivation. Oh yes, peekaboo, I see you. <laughs> and there are many variations of the slack exercise person. I fall into this category too, but the good news is no matter where you fall on this, Every day is an opportunity for you to start to get better. Right, I will start with the fact that I, on my journey as of late, cannot believe how difficult it is to get fit again. Just wow, it is, it is something else. And you can read all of the inspirational quotes from all of the athletes you admire. And yes, they will help you get on your gym clothes and get outside the door, but no one can do the exercise for you. And the struggle is real out here. It really is real, but I'm gonna keep at it. And I would encourage you to join me at Keeping At This if you're not currently doing regular exercise. And the three main reasons are, A, working out is good for your body. B, you feel better when you are doing some type of regular exercise. And C, if you keep at it, you will improve and this will be encouraging in itself. There are workouts of every kind you can find for three on YouTube. For example, there's yoga, cardio, high intensity, dance, Pilates, and they have different time ranges. So I tend to choose ones that range from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. I currently created a weekly plan for my sister and I with different exercises to do over a five day period. And when we have completed each workout, we have to then tick it off, which means that we tend to write comments because, um, I've done it on a Google document. So for me, each time my report, my update, it's never smooth <laughs> because I'm genuinely struggling with this. 
but I'm trying. And then I also find a quote of the week. So um, I go ahead and I Google that, Google images, like our favorite athletes, and I put a quote in there to inspire us to get our gym clothes on. Now, if we miss a workout, we are supposed to do that um, at the weekend when we have one of our rest days. To date, even though I'm in charge of the plan, I have yet to catch up on a missed day, but you never know what the future holds. Maybe I'll get that far, but at the moment, not yet, but I am trying. So if you can find somebody else to do a workout plan with you, I would encourage this from the motivation aspects. It's very helpful, but even if you can't find somebody, don't let you doing a solo mission not go ahead. Like go ahead and proceed with that because sometimes it's nice to just do something just for yourself so yes um also other things I have realized I have reviewed what I did in the past that didn't work out so well and that's why this is the route I'm taking with working out at the moment because in the past I have failed to keep up with workouts because I either went too hard at the beginning or I used to watch the scales too much or I would put in place really high targets, which I either hit and didn't sustain, or I didn't hit and then I'd become really discouraged. So having learnt from how I operated in the past, I am now where we find ourselves, not we find ourselves, now <laughs> now on the path I currently am due to this. Um, so also I've kind of changed too. So I rarely weigh myself um, because I, I pretty much don't care what I weigh as long as I can fit my clothes. Um, and also I have set running times, which I then build upon. So rather than using um, a mobile phone app, what I do is I will just start it. I started off slow in the summer, like 10 minute regular runs. And then I increase that to um, 15 minute regular runs, then 20 minute regular runs. And now at the moment, I'm at an hour. So my average run, well, pretty much my standard run is an hour when I um, go out there. And also, I just use my mobile phone to time when I hit an hour. So I don't use the app to track distance and all this stuff. I pretty much run the same few routes that I do and I know where I land at the end of the hour whether I'm like progressing or I'm the same so this is my current flow on how I do things I think once I get fitter I will actually move to the app but for now I find that this works for me because I don't need the specifics I just want to get fit overall I haven't managed to curb my eating habits <laughs> just yet. I just don't know why naughty food doesn't taste like salad. So I have, I've cut back, but I really, I have a long way to go there. But little by little, I'm like, okay, let me just focus on the workout. And then once I get that done, I can move to other things. Right. Number two for things. So number one is workout, get on it. Two is um, watching your favorite music artists perform live. Now, once again, we are back on YouTube and I just find it encouraging because you see the crowds, you love the songs, you remember concerts that you attended in the past. So I really do encourage you to take mini breaks to watch your favorite artists on YouTube. Three, 
All or Nothing, the documentary series on Prime. I am loving it. It is a recent discovery. And once again, you get to see your favorite teams out there playing, um, whether it is football or what's the other one? I think it's football and rugby that I've seen are up there. There could be others, but it's just nice. And it also reminds you, you will be back there again one day in the crowd rooting on your team. And then four is watch things that make you laugh. I cannot state this enough. You need to laugh. It is good for your soul. There are loads of YouTube and Insta comedians I've come to discover. And then also just series of shows that you just find funny that just just make you happy. Like go ahead and watch a few of them a week. Even if you've seen them before, watch them again. Now I'm going to move on to talk about the current state of affairs. So far, 2021 overall has been shocking. Looking at the size of our population and the amount of COVID deaths we have seen in comparison to other countries gives us a reality that is difficult to digest. In order to be where we are, there has to have been some monumental and costly failures. I do not see how anyone could look at the current figures and not come to the same conclusion. We 100% need an inquiry into our government's handling of this pandemic so far. Having managed projects before, I know that there are many benefits to reviewing how things have gone after a significant period has ended. So I know what has worked well and what has not in order to know what to improve on or, or, or change next time round or continue if it's gone good. So you do this through the different actions that you take and this is based on looking at the results of last time. We've had our first wave and we are now moving into our second wave of battling this virus and I honestly do not know what lessons we have learned from the first wave. Hence, the reason I'm saying we need this inquiry to happen and sooner rather than later. This does not mean I do not believe that people in our government have not been working hard. They have been, I'm sure they have been, and I'm sure they continue to do so. I value them and I value the medical professionals, especially the senior ones, their actions and their guidance, which I know has saved lives. Plus also, while I'm on the grateful and thankful tip, let me go ahead and say, obviously, I really, I just, I have no words for those in the NHS and I recommend you watching Hospital on BBC One and it's also, it's on iPlayer Two if you really want to have a look at the day-to-day struggles of what um, our medical staff are dealing with, that is a good place to start and I am incredibly grateful for them. My heart really is forever there. They are absolute heroes. Also our army and who we've seen have been helping um, with setting up testing and tracing centers um, and so forth. And then also the police who have been out there trying to make sure that people aren't going too wild and not sticking to the rules. So there's there's lots of people in this chain and, and groups of people um, who I'm incredibly grateful for their actions. And I know they've done a lot 
um, to protect us. So I, I want to make sure that that comes through. But much like everything else, the figures are telling a story. And in order for us to understand how we have got to the state that we've got into, we need to look into thoroughly, thoroughly investigate what has gone on that's got us here. Now, I had to say goodbye to someone dear to me who died from COVID last weekend. And I am grateful I got the opportunity to speak to him via FaceTime the day before he left us. But I did find this awful. I took myself on a really long walk beforehand to try to prepare myself to make the call. Then it became it came time for me to make the call and you just don't know what to say. Like for me, I didn't, you can't really prepare yourself for that type of thing. So I, so I just tried to say, um, you know, just what was on my heart. And the reality is like, I was told that he has a slim chance that he'll make it. So with that in mind, I just wanted to say you need to fight. Like, you can't go, you can't give in, you have plans. Obviously, I didn't say it in those exact words because he kept going in and out of consciousness. But as best I could, I tried to get across how much I valued him and that, I, that he needed to try to stay strong, but then it was okay to let go too. It's, you just cannot prepare yourself, I don't think, to have that conversation. So he managed to hold on for um, that night and then sadly he passed away in the morning. He did have his um, son and his daughter who were fabulous by his side. So I really do take comfort in that. Okay, lastly, I would like to talk about the future. Moving into more of a happy land now. Okay, so tomorrow is President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. His coming into office is the dawn of a new era. It really is. I am, I've ordered bunting. I'm waiting for it to arrive. It should arrive today. I'm going to put up red and white balloons. You know, I am going all out here. Really, really I am. Um, and I truly believe that his leadership will help the US come together and also heal some of the fractions that are there. It's not easy. He has a tall order. He has many challenges, virus fighting included, but I am so grateful that he has the courage to make a stand. I also obviously cannot wait to see Kamala Harris in her office as vice president. 
smashing all the glass ceilings as she takes her place. And um, I've had a look at um, some of President-elect uh, Biden's choices for cabinet, his nominations, and there is an all-star cast, my friends, there is an all-star cast. So this is exciting. Coupled with JLo's performing too, like this is, this is good news. Now, I used to live in Texas, so even though I am fully British, I have a bit of Texan in me too. <laughs> That's the way I see things, just, just a tinge of Texan in me also. Um, and then because we have such a history with the US and we have such like a close relationship, um, what goes on there, I feel matters to us too. And it does, it genuinely matters to me. And um, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Yes, they have the largest economy in the world and they are our single largest um, country trading partner. So what happens there does actually impact us too. So tomorrow, even though it's far, far away in terms of across the sea and everything, I see it as a celebration for us all and a good day. In a year where we are struggling to see good, that is some good news. And yesterday, um, we remembered Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy. Now, this is always a time of reflection for me. If you haven't read his autobiography already, please do read it. It is, you know, there's a lot to digest in there. So you won't, you know, it's not a quick read or a light read, but it is, it's really impactful when you really explains the situation of the times and you are really there. And it is, I honestly, every time I read parts of it, I am in shock that someone like him actually existed. That's, that's how deep you go as you read his autobiography. So I encourage you all to read it. And I know that we have such a long way to go in terms of progression around equality, but I feel like the awful events of last year have really awoken us to the need to change. And also the fact that people have a desire for us to change and it's not something we can do alone and it isn't one action that happens overnight. It's lots of little actions and steps taken, but I believe we are on that journey towards better. And it honestly, it's never lost on me, the people that sacrifice so much so that I can have the privileges that I have today. So lastly, what I wanna say is even though we are in a tornado right now and we really, really, we are, we've started off 2021 and things are not looking that great, but I do not want us to lose sight of the fact that we still have hope. The vaccine is being rolled out. Soon we will all be jabbed, which will help us to get back to normal. You getting up each morning and trying is of value because it impacts us as a collective nation. Your talents and what you are trying to do is needed. So really see the value in that when you wake up each day and you're looking at the news and you're like, oh my goodness, what's going on? No, you doing whatever you're doing is of value. And you know, there's lots of things online also where we can potentially upskill ourselves. We can learn new languages, we can take courses. Um, so do look out for those things too. I'm trying my best too, to, to do my bit to improve myself where I can. And then lastly, I really, really want you to all register 
that things will improve. They really will. These rago days and times that we find ourselves in will not last forever. There will be a day when we can get back to seeing each other, socializing, hugging, going to concerts, all of this stuff, traveling. So I really want you to go ahead and hold on to that and remember that. Um, and start planning, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with you, like, jotting down a few things that you want to do one day, and reminding yourself that these things are possible, so go ahead, and take your stand, and keep going.